0: Right now, 855 65 Crash. That's 855 65 Crash, or you simply go to the website, get dated, getpaid.com. All right, three o'clock. Great to have you with us on this uh, ridiculous weather day. This whole week's going to be ridiculous, apparently. Uh, Odyssey.com Rewind. If you want the latest on Jim Harbaugh, where Rico's update, they've pulled it from the sports books. You can't even bet where his destination's going to be. It sounds like Chargers. Let's turn our attention to the Lions. Because, Rico, I think now maybe this is the show where we can all get along. Last week, almost a week to the day, I said, guys, I need your permission. I want to move the goalposts. I didn't agree with the house money approach last week. You were favored by a touchdown to beat a Buccaneers team that you were better than. I couldn't not have an expectation there. But see, now we have to juxtapose this because David brought this up, Rico, and I and he's right. It's actually a really interesting topic. I think you're playing with house money. You're here. You're a seven point dog. Whatever happens, happens. It's been an incredible season. You've you've erased some of the worst parts of your history. You've created some unbelievable moments. And I think you've set the foundation to have a really nice Super Bowl window in the next three, four, five years. But David countered me, Rico. And he goes, no, no, no. Look here, bitch. He goes, this is such a rare opportunity. You can't say it's house money because you may never get here again. And I said, David, I don't appreciate you calling me a bitch. I said, but I think that's a really intelligent remark. So I'd like to know what side of it people are on.
2: David, wow.
3: <laughs> God, just
2: I did not call him that. Wow. <laughs> it was something uh, else.
3: Well, I was just like, right? that's intelligent. Like, wow. Every now and then, David. <laughs> Isn't it great? So, which side of this are
0: both you guys on in the room, but also you, the fans? You've been on this emotional journey with this team. Are you ready to say it's house money, YOLO, or... No, no, no! It can't be house money. This is such a rare opportunity. Two four eight five three
3: nine ninety seven ninety seven. Gentlemen, I'm going to say it is house money because I I believe in this team, and I don't think that you're going to go another thirty year drought where you're not going to even win a playoff game. I don't think you're going to see this happen in Lions history for a long time. I think that this team is going to be a force that they're going to be in the playoffs, that they're going to win playoff games, where, you know what? It's going to become so expected that playoff tickets won't be going for a mortgage payment. They'll just be playoff tickets. It won't be, oh my God, I've never seen this, and I'm sitting here crying with my father's ashes. It'll just be another playoff victory. So, no, this is house money, because I think this team goes back And back and back
2: again, David. See, Rico, I hear you, and I understand what you're saying. Uh Uh-oh. But in 1991, there was a team named the Detroit Lions. They beat the Dallas Cowboys, and everyone talked about them like they will be here again. Hey, David, what if I told you that one of those teams would become a dynasty? Exactly.
3: It was just a team that lost
2: it. It was expected to be Detroit. They were to be back. They were going to be the team of the 90s. 32 years. That's why I'm saying, no, it isn't house money. Take advantage of your opportunity now and be like Dan Campbell and saying, we have two games with a buy in between. You go for it now.
3: I get what you're saying, David, but I, I, I guess I just expect this team to keep doing this. I expect the coach to keep doing this, the system to keep working. So could I offer something to
0: David's perspective?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You could lose both coordinators. You could be the Philadelphia Eagles. You could. Who, still talented, still, I think, have a window to do a lot of great things, but they had a very off year.
3: Right, or you could so, be the uh, Cincinnati Bengals and have your quarterback go down early in the season. and right. It kind of derails your season. Here's the other problem I have. is Somehow,
0: it's like if you say it's house money, people are saying, oh, well, you're saying they don't have a chance. No, they have a chance. But house money is about... Your expectation of victory is out the window. That the anger with a loss is out the window. That you're accepting of whatever happens because you've arrived at a point that you did not expect to be at. I. That's what house money means to me. What I don't want to do is you know, literally have to take a weed whacker out and start arguing with people. No one is saying they don't have a chance. I'm just saying I won't be mad if they lose, that I won't feel like they fell short of max capacity. Like if they lost to the Bucks, that's why a week ago I begged you guys, let me move the goalposts. Let Uncle Mikey just move that ladder for you because you were better than the Bucs and we believe that you will beat the Bucks, and that a loss is unthinkable. You can't say that a loss to the Niners is unthinkable. Just like you can't say a win is unthinkable. It's unlikely, but not unthinkable. That's what house money means to me. I, I'm not. I mean, Rico, you can speak for yourself. That's just what it means to me.
3: No, no. And it, it's neither one is unthinkable. What you'll find out is, you know, whoever loses the game, that's when the reality kicks in or how long the off season is. And now how do we get back to that point? But I guess I say it's house money because I go back to the original statement that we have for this team at the beginning of the year. Win the division, get a home playoff game, win that game. I feel dirty now saying, yeah, that's not good enough anymore. Because at the time we said that, those were lofty goals. You've exceeded those goals, and that's great.
1: Now, yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy,
3: I may be the wrong person to say this, but if if you lose this game, are you that crushed? No, because you look back and you'll say, you know what you'll talk about in the offseason? How great those two home games were, how loud it was, how it's a den of vipers coming down to Ford Field. That's what you'll remember. So it is house money. And I do think you're going to be back. I don't think this is going to be a once in every 30 year thing. I think you have the right coach. You have the right management. For the first time in a lifetime, you got the right people in place. I think this train keeps rolling.
2: Yeah, but if to Mike's point, bringing up the coordinators, if you lose those coordinators. Uh, that could be problematic. Next year, at the end of next season, if it wasn't a great year because of that, fans are, yeah, they'll have the memories in their head of, of making this playoff run. And in the back of their minds, they'll say, "Man, we blew the opportunity," Damn. and that's what I don't want. Don't blow the opportunity. Take advantage of it.
3: Just go hire Eric B. Enemy. He'll run your offense. So, let, 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 how about this?
0: Let, let's do it a different way, right? Just I want to, I want to, I guess, offer people some different factors. So, I have a history of the point spread of the NFC title game. You can value it, or you can say this is total <laughs> malarkey. <laughs>
3: ah, geeky Mike, I love it. So, in the
0: history of this game, how many times do you think this game has featured at least a seven-point underdog in the game? And the data I have goes back to 1970. Now, do we want to say in modern football history, do you think that that's a more valuable, maybe go since 1990? You want to do that? Right. 1990, well, Rico remembers this game, the New York Giants were an eight-and-a-half-point underdog. How about we go 91? San Francisco. All right. <laughs> I, I was I was trying to start with giving people one right. that was bigger than, yeah. you're a seven-point dog, so at least a seven-point underdog. All right. The Lions in 91 were a 14-and-a-half-point dog, so that's two. The next time was Niners-Dallas in 95, Niners seven-and-a-half-point favorite. Green Bay and Dallas. Dallas, 8.5-point favorite, right? Green Bay, 12.5-point favorite against Carolina. What do these games have in common? All the big favorites won. So you keep going. All right, now you had a huge upset, 98-99. Everybody remembers Atlanta, Minnesota. You know, Minnesota, I, I don't think, uh, what was it, Morton Anderson or Gary mm-hmm. Anderson? He hadn't missed a kick all year. So Atlanta Springs, the big upset. St. Louis. Fourteen and a half point favorite. They beat the they beat the Bucs. St. Louis again a ten point favorite. Beat the Eagles. But then the next time you see a favorite, there would be the Giants as a big dog actually winning. Eight point dogs in 07, the game in Lambeau that me and my dad were at. Then you go another several years, basically a decade, until you get to Seattle as an eight and a half point favorite. But they won in overtime. Uh you gotta then go seven and a half points. San Francisco dropped a bomb on Green Bay. Remember the game they got up just 28 nothing. it was over? Mm-hmm. The point I'm making is, not only is it kind of rare to have the big spread, it's exceedingly rare for the underdog to win. Now, I'm not saying they don't play close. I'm not saying the games are all rick rolls, But it's exceedingly rare. You're talking about, in the last 20 years of football, the only big dog that has won an NFC title game. The New York Giants back in 07-08 and you'd have to go before that it would be the Atlanta Falcons 98-99 that, That's it So why do I do that? Why did we do this laborious exercise? Because it's why I believe house money is appropriate Because what you're trying to do is, is, is just delete a massive historical trend that is against you Now you want to say that has nothing to do with these 53 players, this coach, this team, this moment? Cool. But I'm trying to give you the whole picture, and you tell me how you're approaching it. I'm with Rico on this. This is House Money.
3: I love when it goes geeky, David. I mean, I, I don't know about anybody else, Mike. I, I enjoyed <laughs> that last five minutes. I'm sitting here. Well. I'm sitting here taking notes like I'm in class, like, okay, and then, oh, wow, I remembered that, okay. But you understand why I
0: did I do,
1: yeah.
3: I mean, it's kind of like, it's a reality check to what you're asking this team to do. Right. I know it's Detroit versus everybody, and nobody believes in us, but yeah, when, when, when you see that point spread, as you like to say, Vegas ain't handing out free meals, and they're saying, yeah, good run, but... We don't think it's going to happen. As a matter of fact, even in the event that you do, we don't favor you in any game. If you played any of the remaining three teams, you're not favored in any game. Which is a very good place to be from
0: a mentality standpoint because the pressure's off. Mm -hmm. So we'll get to the people. 248-539-9797. If you value it, you value it. If you don't, you don't. Doesn't
1: matter to me. 97-1. Okay, picture this.